This week on Football Mezzanine, we take a look at the biggest matchup in European football as Liverpool take on Manchester City at Anfield in another European night under the lights. And additionally, we cover the other key Premier League matches where I rant on what Chelsea's loss means to their season and upcoming transfers. Hey guys, how was your Easter weekend? Football filled. Football filled? Football empty. (laughs) Family stole my time. Stole your time? You didn't get to see Chelsea Chelsea capitulate, so maybe it's a blessing in disguise. You know what? Probably, because I think I would have probably broke my TV with my remote. (laughs) (laughs) So negatives of Easter weekend for uh, Jesus is, I mean, he got crucified, but... He, he was born again, and then he scored against Everton at Goodison Park. So I think he's up overall, I think, right? Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was supposed to be a um, joke, Shrikar. You're not even, like, remotely amused, but... He went three hours of sleep, just... It, the joke went completely over my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I did not, Jesus? like... And then, oh, like, oh, I got this, like, way too late. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. Basically. What's with the three hours of sleep, though? Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered did that to me. Oh, okay. Nice. I got back. Nice. I got back after like driving for 5.5 hours, and I'm like, hmm, it's like 12:30. I just want to play a little bit, so I'm gonna enjoy my night before going to bed. Just and a little bit. Four hours later. Yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. Happens four all hours the time later. With FIFA, especially. Yeah, it's like, I'm just gonna play. No, that stopped happening oh, to me in FIFA because yeah. I just got shit. Like after 10 games, I don't know. I'm just shit. So. <laughs> I, I just, what are you? Once, in I, once I get seven? hammered like four goals, I just like quit the game. I'm one of those guys. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I can't. Wow, you're you're one of the rage quitters. Yeah, in one seasons. Of the rage quitters. In seasons, yeah. Like, no, if you score like more than like seven goals on me, I'm quitting. Like, that <laughs> 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 don't concede seven goals, dude. Uh, uh, FIFA actually takes points off you if you like rage quit, right? Like they um, they make it harder for you to find like a match in your next game. I and think so. Yeah. Basically, mine, like, just crashes, so it thinks I rage quit every time it crashes, so I'm at this point now where I have to wait, like, 15 minutes before it matches me with a player. I don't see why they penalize you, because then the other player just gets an automatic easy win. So. Yeah, honestly, they shouldn't. I remember, like, whooping some guy in, like, the first five minutes, I got three goals, and then he rage quit, I'm like, sweet. It's not even a game. I <laughs> yeah. can now go play another game. And your player's fitness stays up, too. Yeah. But we can get into the footy here. Um, <laughs> the real footy, not the virtual The real one. footy, but... So, starting off the weekend was, it was Liverpool, right? Yeah. I think it was the first major game that happened, and Shrikar, what were your th- thoughts on this uh, game yeah. in the second half, man? Okay, so, I woke up to the game, uh, I, was, I woke up 20 minutes into the game, and I'm like, I saw the score, it was not good. I was like, oh no, flashback to <laughs> Crystal <14." Palace. laughs> uh, What Crystal Palace. What else? I'm like, oh no, not again. And then... Uh, yeah, there were a few controversial decisions in the game. Mane diving, um, Mane handball. What, yo, okay, did you think it was a dive or not? I want to hear your th- um, thoughts on this. Yeah, I think it was a dive. Okay, okay he, came, he came out today and Mane said, oh, it wasn't a dive, I should have gotten a penalty. He said that to the press. I'm sure there was minimal contact, like very minimal. 
But okay, this is yeah. again going back into the obscurity of like how much contact do you need to fall in the box or should you just fall on contact? Um, yeah, it, it's like, it, should you fall if you get like a touch because exactly. it puts you off balance? Yeah. Just so the referee notices it because otherwise the referee's not going to notice it unless you go down, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's where the whole dilemma comes in. Like how much and, force is too much force, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't and have before the we have to it. like pressure sensors on players now. <laughs> Oh my god! I would be like, surprised. Oh man. no! Contact. Give them body cams. Four hundred newton <laughs> body cams. <laughs> I actually thought of that last night. <laughs> what I was were thinking, you thinking of last night. No, like sometimes in cricket, like what they do is they have uh, direct contact with uh, the players on field. Right. So, so the commentators are talking to the player on the field playing the game. So okay. I thought maybe uh, even in like football, we could have like. POV cameras, like player point of view. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That'd be cool. Like a and GoPro. Like how, the, how the referees have a watch that buzzes every time the the ball crosses the goal line. They could have like yeah, like <laughs> two hundred watches all over their body that buzz depending on what part of the player's body got touched. Uh, Force all the players to wear like cams on their head and their chest as well, so you can see like from their point of view, but also like uh, what the defender kind of sees. And then I maybe. Maybe to get it like spot on, they could upload their consciousness into the ref to make sure that they weren't actually diving. Because otherwise, how would you know, right? <laughs> you wouldn't know. Future football right here. <laughs> I think they need to hire us for this. Yeah. Basically. Uh, t- so the actual Liverpool game. Um, oh, man. Mane came Mane. back in the second half to score. Great goal uh, with assist king uh, James Milnerino. Yes. What a daddy. Ah. Um, uh. Dude, his but, Instagram is the funniest thing ever. I know. And his it's, Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, and his Twitter. <laughs> so jokes. I love he, James Milner. He's taking to the meme. Yeah, he is. I'm glad. Um, but, yeah, Liverpool showed, like, a bit of resilience that we haven't seen from them, I think, yeah. this season two. Well, I mean, it's just classic Liverpool, right? Ever. To, yeah. To just, once they go behind, like, they, really seen that, yeah. they tend to either collapsed not collapsed this season so much but they overcame the crystal palace crowd and they were able right. to come back without conceding then again more. this is a completely different team so they don't have the experience of like i think only that's, henderson plays that's played in that game yeah daddy henderson but <laughs> yeah salah continuing oh man, his, oh, man. Oh, salah. his march and and man my fantasy team is is golden because of salah what a guy! I'm so scared, man. I'm so scared for him in the Champions League. I don't, I don't know who's gonna stop him. I, okay, we'll 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 get onto that we'll later. We'll get to we'll see talk about later. The Champions League, but oh, yeah, 84 minutes, all a goal. Wow, yeah, so that was a good game. Liverpool are pretty much cemented now in top four. So yeah, I looked at the that? games. Uh, we have six games left, and for Chelsea to have any chance of getting back, I think we need to lose two games, uh, or uh, I think it's seven points. Oh, and it's like done. That. Oh yeah, uh, it's done. Chelsea are even like eight points behind Tottenham now, so it's how many games done. left? Uh, for seven, you guys, I think, I think there's seven. Six? Yeah, it would take a miracle at this point. It, but we do, we do go to Stamford Bridge. <laughs> no, we do go to Stamford Bridge. So there is that game, but still, like if we lose that game, we need to lose another game and another game. Yeah, and I don't we're think not losing three and six. So right. Okay, that brings us to our next game, which we can talk about, the Chelsea game, even though it's not in chronological order, but Chelsea-Tottenham, Tristan, I think you have a rant for us. Oh yeah, well, okay, so I didn't have a chance, unfortunately, because Easter weekend to watch the game, so instead of talking about 
what I didn't see. I'm going to be talking about what this loss means and why it essentially means the end of the short-term Chelsea. So they're eight points behind, seven, uh, seven games left in the season. They don't face Tottenham again, I don't believe. Uh, so just to get eight points ahead and not drop anything in seven games is essentially... It's basically done. I think they're, they've solidified fifth, but I don't think they're going to fourth or sixth. Which means that they're out of Champions League. Europa League nightmare. <laughs> yeah, so Thursday they're going nights. into that now. So they lose... I think automatically just making Champions League is like 30 million euros, which means they lose that much more on transfers they can spend. Mm-hmm. On top of that, it's it was crucial for the transfers going in the summer since Courtois and Hazard gives them the absolute greatest excuse now to be like, no, we want to leave. Quick so question. Th- so they're question. both going to... Yeah? Uh, do you think Chelsea has the same pull as United? Because uh, in recent years, we've seen United no. not qualify for the CL, but still no. attract the top talent. No be it way. Because of wages or... Yeah, they know. do. Because I, I forget who they pulled, but when they missed out on that one season of Champions League, they're still able to pull players. So but then it, it'll be the same the thing. That season. Because they... Everyone knows, like, even if it's one season, uh, you're still going to get a bunch of money. Like, they still have a bunch of money behind them. And right. they're going to make it right back in the Champions League the next year. I don't know if they have the same pull as United, though. United's just... Well, well the difference, an... I think, is United has the money. Like, they, if you look at how much they spend versus how much Chelsea spends... They also have, United like, spends the tradition. A lot more. And, you know, like, it's it's kind of like, like it's a Manchester United, right? Yeah, you know. It's, I it's don't like... know, to an extent. I don't put much weight on that. I don't think the players do too much, too, but... They they can just pull off more larger transfers. If you have a man use transfers versus Chelsea's, they're maybe maybe huge difference. maybe nowadays it's getting more towards the money than anything else. But to quote Robin Van Persie, it's every little boy's dream to play for Man United. Yeah, but I think that's a, a dying breed now. If probably I mean, get it, maybe maybe getting a little little off. But yeah, so back to transfers. Hazard and Courtois, I'm pretty sure are gone as a result of this, which isn't a huge issue. For at least you could probably replace Courtois with Donnarumma, hopefully, and then Hazard. If they can get money plus a player from Real Madrid, couldn't necessarily be not a huge issue either. It's just just a string of events that are going to happen from this one game. Conte. So next, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily just because of this game, but this was probably the final straw, right? Well, right. I, I looked at I looked at his face during like in the 85th minute or something, and it was just completely defeated. like numb. I think no. what's what they were kind of trying to wait for is one they were trying to wait for the end of the season, but I think two, uh, they don't want to like pay his like buyout clause or his like right. uh, okay. his essentially axe fee. But I also I think it's also the same thing for Conte. He wants to leave, but he didn't want to like quit because he could get that. So it was kind of like a stalemate. <laughs> That's but I think at it. this point, after this game, it is going to force Chelsea to axe him in the summer if he doesn't want to leave. So right. I'm. I'm hoping that PSG try and buy him out and take him. So you want him to go? At least we don't have to pay that. See, they're gonna Chelsea's gonna axe him regardless, based on the results. But what do you want? I honestly, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think we had a bad season with no striker, and finally Murata's starting to come back a bit to form. But I think it's been way too long that we just haven't had someone up at the front, and not to mention some of the players really haven't played their best or brought it home either. So. Uh, I think probably a new, like a change up, a new coach, a couple of players. It always uh, tends changes to happen. will make a complete difference. <clears throat> it always tends to look- happen with Chelsea, like right after the season where they win the title, like they always seem to drop off. 
Chelsea's like a rich side. Well, it, it's only been twice. It's just it's been twice recently. So, like, mm. you can't really build a trend off that. But if you look at Chelsea, when they got axed to the Champions League a few years ago and Conte took it, they won in the Premier League with essentially almost a very similar team as to what they had the prior season. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the actual team itself. It's just sometimes just a little, like, it can either be a coach or it can be just, like, one player, unfortunately, too, if it's, like, a crucial position. And I think that was the case with Diego Costa up, uh, at the striker. Yeah, not the greatest... Well, Chelsea have had one, two, Chelsea. three, four, five, six, seven managers in the last eight years. Yeah, they have a very notorious and very hard, strict rule of uh, coaches must do well. There was Ancelotti, then we had AVB, Di Matteo, yeah. Benitez, Mourinho, um, the, the Dutch dude, Gus Hiddink, I think. Gus Hiddink, right. Yeah, but he was just an in, like an He was interim. just interim, yeah. Coach. He probably um, lasted more than some more final managers. He did well, too. Hitting he came back. back. Hitting's, Hitting's been there for like two or three times. Twice, I think. Oh, yeah. He he was the savior for us on that season. Right. Yeah. Definitely. In before Mourinho comes back after being sacked from United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, quickly moving on to Tottenham because Deli Alley coming back to like emphatically silence his critics. and I don't think he played particularly well. I don't think... That so necessarily matters if you win the game for your team. No, it doesn't. Scoring two goals, right? But that's and like you know, that Danny Welbeck argument. Like he scored two goals on paper, yes, but is uh, he on no, form? No, I think it's a bit different than that. What do you mean okay. he didn't play well? Because in the first half, I don't think the, any of the Tottenham team played well. But in the second half, Pochettino recognized what wasn't working, and right. like, he no, stopped he playing it, Son yeah. as a central striker, and he switched up the front three, and then the entire team started playing better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like Deli Ali was I, like I, I I think I said this before. He doesn't play well when he's played deeper, because I don't think he has like the passing range or or the tactical like yet knowledge to play deep. Right. But when he's making like runs into the box, that's where he's at his best. Exactly, exactly. According to Shrikar, like he dives a lot, so like that wins a lot of penalties. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, like he's at his best when he's around the goal line, and and we saw that too. His close control in the box for that. Yeah, goal. what a goal, dude! Dude, that was an that amazing was nice. goal. Just Some to, like take just, it on the right and left, and then, oh, that was like that's such an underrated skill, but that's so yeah. difficult. Yeah, that was an amazing goal, and the second one too that gave him the confidence to the rob the ball off the Chelsea player in the second goal, and then roll it in. So good for him. Yeah. Also, for the point, first goal, just taking candy from babies. <laughs> yeah, that's how Chelsea are playing. <laughs> yeah, sadly. For the first goal too, he was uh, he kept that ball in. If you looked at the build up, right, it was yeah. really close. Ericsson's yeah, goal. Yeah, Ericsson's goal. <laughs> we didn't even mention Ericsson's goal. That oh man, little <laughs> side note, you know, what Poof. a goal! Probably goal of the season. No, no, no. I I don't remember a better one this season to be honest. Mariama versus Liverpool. True, that one's part of it. Erickson was so close to going to Man U too when he uh, left Liverpool. AX. So it was a good thing that he. I think it was a good thing personally yeah. that he chose Tottenham. Yeah. Because it could yeah, have been no, complete opposite end where he would have instead of uh, flourished, he would have just done poorly. I think at Man U because he, he wouldn't have gotten any playing time. He's like the linchpin of their team. He's like the base of their entire midfield. Everything goes through him. And yeah. He's, Honestly, he's such a quality player. He could play in any of the big teams, and he would fit right in. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he's still going to be there next season, but I think the following one after that's going to be hard for Tottenham to keep him. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how many players would stay with Tottenham this year. They, no, they, they got a lot of loyal year. players, though. 
They do. Like they do. They're players I don't think <laughs> want to leave, even though like they're doing well or they could get paid more. I think what's gonna happen though is once their manager Ponchettino leaves, then I think you're gonna see an exodus of players mm-hmm. at that point. Because yeah, then they'll be like, okay, it's a new manager. They're not as loyal at that point. There's yeah. not as much like keeping them there. So I think for some reason he leaves, then I think you're gonna see a few players uh, get sold that right. season. Yeah, but I man, Pochettino's gonna be a club legend for them. I think he's hit that saturation point now where he's, on, I think, taken them really far, but I think he needs to take them a little bit farther just so that they can finally be like, okay, like we, we're winning trophies now. You know, we're finally doing something right. with this team you've built for four years. But for Spurs, just to be above Arsenal if consistently? They just, yeah, if they just stagnate now, then I don't think he's going to stick around for much longer. But he's built an amazing team over these past right. four years. Right, and regardless, he's going to go down as, I think, they're, like, at least top three managers in their history. I don't know about that. I wouldn't just be surprised he one of their best. But just I don't think he hasn't that got any silverware, right? So, like, it's, like, it's difficult. But Tottenham aren't a club who historically have won too much silverware, so... And, pre- and the Premier League is very hard to get silverware since there's so much competition with right. so crazy. many teams, so right? crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Tottenham's history too much, so I don't know where they'll rank him. But yeah, good day for Tottenham. They're solidified in the top four too. So I think the also top four beat is pretty Chelsea much at the bridge for the first time in fuck knows how long. Twenty eight years, dude. Yeah, <laughs> fair to say it's been a difficult ground for them. Battle of the Bridge. The other game, um, Everton City. The other big game, Everton City. Dude, Damn. that first half. Okay, you know what? I'll just. Instead of saying my thoughts, I'll, I'll tell you what De Bruyne said after the game. And it just summed up my thoughts. He said, um, we've had good games this season, but that first half was probably the best performance I've ever had in this team. He, he said, I could see the fear in Everton's faces, and I've never seen that in any opposition team before. Whereas, like, you knew that you had the power to do anything you want over this team. And, like, the thing that made it different was I could see their faces and how they were so confused. And I've never seen that before. That's not good. Those are powerful words. Yeah, really powerful. So, the City team is hitting perfect form right before the big crunch tie against Liverpool at Anfield. I guess it's what both teams needed before going into the CL tie. Because City are playing fluid football and Liverpool just showed that they can hold on and come back. Yeah. Which gives you, like, two sides of the coin. It does. Man, yeah, they're both on form. David Silva, especially, man. He's he's actually... um One reason for him having like an amazing season right now is because... I don't know if you've noticed, but he doesn't play pretty much every second game. Because yeah. he had a premature uh, birth right, with his right. wife. So he goes back and visits Spain pretty much every second game to see his uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. So he's and good on Pep for allowing that. I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think anyone would, but... He's fresh, so he's able to run more, contribute more, and he looks like he's just starting the season instead of at, at the end of the season like most of our other players look like they are. And he didn't play the last game at Anfield when we lost to you guys. No, he didn't. So. But then Van Dyke didn't play the last game at Anfield either. True. <laughs> True. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I think we could just move on to the Champions League preview, man, because, oh my god. Oh. Uh. Everyone I talked to was so hyped for this game. You're not interested in the Newcastle-Huddersfield game? Oh, what a banger. <laughs> what a banger, dude. Oh, oh, sorry. Speaking speaking about Newcastle, Shrikar, Tristan, yeah. did you see the news about Pardew this morning? Yeah, sacked. <laughs> Shrikar, remember what, what you said? Remember what, these, what you said when he got hired? 
about yeah, Pardew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's never been relegated as a manager, so to preserve his record, he's going to leave by mutual consent just before they get relegated. Very and that's nice. exactly what happened. I actually died. No, I, I, no I, I went back and looked at the stat. Apparently, he's been relegated before once, 12 years ago, with Charlton. Oh, really? But I don't think that was the prem. I think it was uh, Championship League 1. Oh, okay. No, I, I just found it really funny how he chose to leave right before they actually get relegated. Dude, also, Mark <laughs> Hughes, two of his teams might get relegated this season. True. What a legend, dude. Southampton and Stoke. Very nice. Yeah. Mouse, Southampton are doing so badly. Dude, that's what you get for, like, sacking your manager three times in a season. Like, what are these clubs thinking? Sacking twice and thrice. Like... Yeah. They, it's, like, the new trend. They should really do, like, do a Burnley and stick with their manager. Like, Sean Dyche got relegated, came back. I know, right? Yeah. That's, like, a... Like, I don't know. You're not putting faith in... A classic success story when you put faith and in the manager. And look at Burnley now. They're flying. Yeah. They could qualify for Europe, dude. Yeah. If I think... Arsenal pull, like, an Arsenal... Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't depend on the FA Cup. Who wins it? It also depends on the FA Cup. Because I think if Southampton win it, which of course is not going to happen, but no, I think if Tottenham win it, since they're already in the ah okay, I, see. I don't know actually, I have no idea. I uh, yeah, me neither. But it's something to do with that FA Cup spot. Um, so I think that wraps up the Premier League. Um, we can quickly look ahead to next weekend. Actually, let's do that at the end of the podcast. So. Coming up this midweek are crunch the crunch biggest ties. games of the season for pretty much all the clubs we're playing in them. Pretty much all the and, players too. Dude, like I've never been more hyped for a game before. It's gonna be so hype. Like everyone I talk to is so hyped. In my watching time, the only game that comes close is probably Europa League final. Europa League, yeah. Like that that entire run in Europe for that season. That yeah. was because we play United. Dortmund, Valencia, and then Sevilla. But then, the, oh man, nothing this, compared to this. This game could go like anywhere. <sighs> like I don't okay, know. One, one minute I'm thinking City could like easily like roll you the guys stream over. Stream roll, yeah. And the other minute I'm thinking we could get easily steamrolled over because <laughs> you guys press so damn well. Okay, one time I was watching the City Everton game yesterday, and I was thinking, man, we should just hoof it against you guys. If we try to play out against you guys, we're gonna get, guys get killed. Fucked. We're gonna get killed. But I don't then know, we can get fucked too, because you guys are, can fuck us on the counter. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna for the the Man City Liverpool one. I think Man City is actually gonna surprisingly destroy Liverpool. I don't think it's I wouldn't be, be surprised, expected, but I think happened. they're gonna I think they're gonna wreck them. Really? Yeah. You think they're gonna wreck them? Yeah. Maybe not like a seven goal deficit, but I feel like maybe like a solid like two three goals and domination or something like that. I that's what I'm calling. Tristan, I hope I hope you're a good predictor of things. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Man City's just so on form and Liverpool's been well too, but I they've just Man City's just been destroying everyone they come up against. So I would just I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, I don't think anyone will be surprised if that happens, but Honestly, I, I think it'll probably happen. I think it'll be surprising. I think especially at Anfield cuz we never beat you guys at Anfield. We literally never beat you guys at Enfield. It's like we yeah. step foot on that pitch and then we turn into like jelly. We can't play. Your guys' and it's atmosphere. Be the most intense atmosphere Enfield has seen since I <laughs> think the Chelsea semifinals, the the run of Chelsea semifinals in like 05, 07, 08. 
Yeah, and um, City because we haven't had a big police. game in Europe at Anfield in the CL for fuck knows how long. City complained to the police, Streetcar. How do you feel about that? Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. I think one basically. of the games is going to be a blowout. I think the other game's going to be close. Probably like the I'm first one's going to be close. And yeah, that could happen. It could be like one team gets ripped in the first game and then the second game the team has to like come back by like a massive deficit and then it's just like a nil-nil or something i feel like what's gonna happen is like the first game is gonna be close but i think like man city is gonna edge them out so you're gonna see liverpool push harder in the second game which is then gonna give man city a good counter and they're just gonna capitalize on it as a result man i hope so Dude, so many things that happen I, like, you're gonna literally. see kind of like a similar to like the barca chelsea or like the Barca uh, PSG last season? Dual match games. Oh wait, no, that's uh, the other way. I remember that one. The one where <laughs> the one where they came back from like six one. Six one. <laughs> not that not that big of a discrepancy. <laughs> Literally anything could happen. Shrikar, you said it right now, I think. But yeah, this okay, could one, go so one many of the ways. one of the things I'm terrified about is we don't have a left back. <laughs> that's the one thing we need against Salah. Didn't you have Mendy? Well Mendy's injured. No, we don't have uh, a right back. Oh, true, dude. Sané against Trent. Dude, it's gonna be fucked. Sané got... I mean, Trent got ripped against Zaha on the weekend. <laughs> and if Trent starts, yeah. we're absolutely fucked. Sané's a bit Gomez of is injured. Zaha, so. Go- unless, Gomez. unless Klopp pulls a masterstroke and puts Milner at right back. Yeah, or Klein. That would be crazy, too. But that'd be crazy, because Klein hasn't played a senior game Honestly, in I wouldn't be surprised if, like, some new player comes in there and has, like, a banger against us. You guys <laughs> always do well against us at Anfield, man. Like You can't, uh, you can't count on that, though. But Anfield's going to be rocking. Pep, oh my Pep God. tried out something interesting at Everton. He played Laporte, the new okay. center back. He yeah, played yeah, Laporte yeah. at left back. Oh, and I think mm. he did it to, to try it out. To, was it a three defense lineup, or was it a four? So here's the thing. Uh... It essentially still lined up as a four, like, on paper. So it was left board at left back, Walker at right back, and then company out to Mendy in the middle. But, like, if you look at, like, the average positions of them over the game, it essentially became a back three with company out to Mendy and Laporte, and then Walker became, like, a right winger. So he kind of changed his shape, and it's it's really interesting. It's kind of what Cruyff used to do at Barcelona, where in possession you're a back three, but out of possession you become a back four. And hmm. it's it might be you think something. It'll be the other way around, if anything. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like he tr- he likes playing around with his formations a lot, Pep. And what he did is because Walker became like a right winger, Sterling came into the middle. And I don't know if you notice it in the England game streetcar, but Sterling was playing through the middle for Gareth Southgate. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if Pep saw that and he realized how good he was in the middle. But Sterling played in the middle with Jesus for this game. And he was on fire. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it may be something he does against Liverpool, too. Like, that same kind of switch where Walker's attacking. Dude, what I'm more scared about is who's going to start at center back, bro. It's Van Dyke is nailed on, but Lovren Yeah, who's going to be your other center back? There's a both of them. Who would you do, Lovren or Matip? Uh, I don't know, man. I think I'll go with Matip and then... Yeah, you know but the rule, right? If you can't him. decide, then stick Milner there. <laughs> Dude, I just want a team of Milners, man. <laughs> I just want to start a team, team of Milners. Eleven Milners. I, I swear think we- to quote Shrikar a while back, I just want a team of Gerards. Also true. I'll take that. <laughs> That's but if the I can't one. Get that, yeah. Second best. Miller, Miller's, Miller's like the closest player we have to. Are you sure? Gerard later in his prime. I mean, not in his prime. So after his prime. I think I. I'm very close to quoting that. 
Milner is the closest player you have to Gerard. I mean, I in, in the sense should. that he can play okay. that utility role. <laughs> like, he can do anything, but in a different mm. way. Oh, he just took the legs out from under us, though. Kind of like kind of like a Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Wayne Rooney played center. <laughs> oh, jeez. He played, he played center. Wayne Rooney got moved around. Yeah, that was, he, he played a defensive uh, mid yeah. for Everton on the weekend. <laughs> Just got like he got nutmegged by Sane. He got flicked by De Bruyne. Oh my god, it was the most. Then again, Klopp played Genie Wijnaldum at center back one game. So I think Rooney know. should go to the MLS. Follow. Yeah, uh, there's rumors of him yeah. joining Beckham's, Beckham's. Yo, MLS. speaking of MLS, Ibrahimovic. Oh yeah. my god, the that was king, a great pickup. The king has. Do you see the goals, dude? Oh what the goodness. hell, man? He comes on forty yard Boom. like volley into the top corner. And the last minute, he wins the game for them. They came back from 3-0 down to 4-3. And this, this was guy, a derby, too. It was this LFC. guy can do anything, man. This guy I is... think he's going to win the league for them. I'm calling that now. <laughs> I don't even know what the As long as he doesn't like, get but... injured. Dude, we should watch him if them. he comes to town. You know... Oh, yeah, I'm down. You know what he said after the game? He said he shot from 40 yards because he was too tired to run. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> Man, I feel like he owns the game, man. He could do anything. It's great. I'm so uh, happy he didn't win the prime with United. I'm so uh, happy because you'd never hear the end of that from him. It's like I went to every country. I, I honestly wouldn't in. even mind. I, I don't care. He's a great guy. No, fuck United. Okay, well, I'm talking about Ibrahimovic, but nah, oh, man. This so, is the, this game, I'm, uh, I'm kind Liverpool of even scared City. to watch the game. Dude, I I'm so hyped to watch the game. I'm gonna be at work, but like, screw that, like. Sometimes I get so worked up for like like a game, and then when I'm watching it, like I'm you know, I'm gonna monitor my heart rate for this game. <laughs> I'm actually gonna do it like a graph. <laughs> it's gonna be insane. That'd be pretty good. Like collect some data and then plot yeah. it, and then do some ML on it. Figure out what's going on, what the best time is to put on a Liverpool game. Uh, Dude, it'd be interesting that, to record you. The for this atmosphere game. is gonna be insane. I'm so buzzing for the atmosphere. I think this is where we can open up the Shriekar's rant segment. Not a rant. No, I told my parents uh, that if uh, uh, Liverpool go on to the semifinals, uh, I'm going to Anfield for the semifinals. Like, I'm Else. seriously considering it. So you're not going to go to semifinals? So you're not going to go to Anfield? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> uh, score really, predictions? Score predictions. Fuck knows, man. <laughs> I don't know. Let me just, like, toss a die here. Um... Uh, yeah, let me just. Uh, hey, you know what? Let's let's give it to Tristan because he's the neutral here. Um, for the first game, what uh, is it at the Etihad? It's at no, Anfield, Anfield. The first game. Oh, at Anfield. Yeah. Oh, uh, two one Liverpool or Man City. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Shrikar, what do you think about that? Ah, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, sure, that could happen. I'm not <laughs> ruling it out. I feel like that, that that's like your response to anything, but I completely agree with that. Like, like I, I know it's my response to everything because anything just can happen. the four three, anything can happen. I know, like you could be winning three nil in the seventieth minute, and you could lose four three for all we know. Like, yeah, like fuck, we saw in that game. I had like a heart attack, like that Pep last Guardiola. ball in where Aguero just misses the post from the header. Yeah, and when he the side netting in the last minute, I died. I I know. Like, I have a recording of you. I should actually play that oh, on this podcast sometime. That game uh, killed. Like that game aged me like five years. <laughs> I'm so hyped for this, dude. I don't know how to put it any other way. Just, but I guess you could say that's your favorites, right? On that paper. means nothing. On paper. Yeah. So that means nothing. No. You could say Liverpool are favorites. Nothing changes. Uh, like I, that. There's no point of saying that, honestly. 
No, I think there's, like, the general consensus is that... No, right, you're right. The general consensus is that City are favorites, but... And the, to be honest, you the have game, a team, right? Like, when on you're paper, in that atmosphere... Right, yeah. that's a different story. That's where Liverpool comes in and, like, how... that That's how we've won all of our trophies. Yeah, your atmosphere is something else. It's almost as good as the Etihad's atmosphere, but you're you're cutting it close. <laughs> Do you see that meme with that one guy, like, doing the drum in, like, an empty stand? Oh, yeah. At the, Etihad? <laughs> the meme man, Harold, he came uh, to the Etihad. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, let's let's shelve this game and come back to it next podcast. And then try to decipher which i'm gonna go for a nil nil actually so let's, nil, let's nil. move on yeah it's gonna be a boring game i'd take a nil nil take a nil nil any day yeah that's yeah, the home team it's that's a fair trade fair trade because <laughs> if it's nil nil we go away and then any away goal we get is good that's what i'm scared of you're away exactly goals. yeah like i hope Salah gets like slightly injured for the second leg or something and mi- i'm thinking min mincy's gonna dominate them on the second that's what I'm thinking. I think it can dominate you in terms of possession in both legs. No, but I think like the first game is going to be close, and the second game, since Liverpool is going to be down, I think they're going to have to push harder, and that's where Man City is going to capitalize on like mistakes. But we mm. are forgetting one slight detail. The second leg takes place after uh, the two derbies yeah. at the weekend, which can play a big part in like the psych- psychological like thing for the players. Because think about it. City can win the league before uh, so actually, going yeah. to and that has happened before again in 0405 where Chelsea won the league the well 3 days before they came to Liverpool at Anfield for the semi-final second leg uh and they lost so if you know what though I think Pep doesn't let that happen with this city team cuz yeah, look at what happened we we beat Arsenal in the final of the Carabao right. Cup we won and the again. trophy 3 days later we went to their place at the Emirates beat them 3-0 we didn't, like, drop an mm-hmm, inch. Mm-hmm. Also true. And I just love, like, both the managers. Like, both managers aren't hated. They respect each other. They're, like, yeah. they they have different, like, footballing f- philosophies, I guess, but they still have that mutual respect. It's really ni- nice to see. To those weekend games, specifically now, uh, in between the two legs, you guys are playing Everton, I think it's two days before you play us at the Etihad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um... So... That's going to be... Okay, well, now I think it frees it up because Chelsea are so far behind. So I think you guys are pretty much guaranteed a place in the top four. We play so Saturday. I, no, no, we play Saturday at 7.30 and you guys play... I thought you guys are playing only two days before no, the no, second no, we're playing. No, we're playing earlier than you guys. I'm oh. fairly sure. No, I don't think so. Hold, hold on, let me yeah, check. Yeah, see, Man City United starts Saturday 12.30, but we play Saturday 7.30. Okay, but and it's all on the same day. No, Klopp was yeah, it was on the same day. But Klopp was angry because they moved it from twelve thirty to seven thirty, because that skews his preparations for the Everton game. Because I thought it skewed. He doesn't like the early the kickoff. Game. The seven thirty kickoff is. Mm, I, I don't like it either personally. That early it's, lunchtime kickoff just like throws things off in terms of preparation. Yeah, but I I don't think that game matters for you guys anymore because the top four. No, is it doesn't much matter. As much, but I mean, we still would like to be on a winning run and before go- playing City away in probably the biggest game of our season. If you guys play a different team for that game and you guys lose, then I don't think it'll affect the players Ooh. too much. Interesting. And I, I think you will. I think you have to. Yeah, I don't think we're going to start Salah or and, Mane. And Pep actually said, too, that he's going to play a different team for United. Like, he came out and said that right, he's right. going to 
play a different so team. So both teams don't United. really care about their derbies as I mean, much. Dude, I'd love to win the league against Man United. But would you take uh winning the would you take proceeding to the semifinals over Oh that? of course I would. Of course I would. But I mean Yeah, exactly, right? I I want to take both. <laughs> right. That's what Pep's gonna do. He's gonna focus on the the Champions League over the match, but I can't see him fielding a really weak side for the Derby. No, he's not going to. He's going to make some changes, but he can't field a weak side. That would be embarrassing. And yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, then again, it's Mourinho, so he might just, like, park the bus regardless of what happens, so it's and he will. Honestly, I don't sides. think, I don't think Mourinho will, will against Man City. No, really. I think, like, I think he's, 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 he's going to he he's gonna be fielding a little bit weaker side, so he's, I think he's going to go out and try and attack. No chance. I, no, that's yes, what I see I agree. what Mourinho's going to do, whether it's successful or think not. About, think about the headlines. No, think about the headlines. Pep beats Mourinho. City beat United at Old Trafford. It's uh, at Etihad. Oh, it's at the oh, fuck, Even at better. The Etihad, even better. Uh, just think about the headlines for Mourinho. No, yeah, I think Mourinho's really going to... He's about headlines, though. He's a party pooper. He does... He's, he's... Here's the thing. Of course no, he does. Even if City play a weakened team, City... City's weakened team is still ten times better than United's strongest team right now. Yeah, and that's like a fact. Like, dude, he's gonna go for listen, a nil like, nil. He's if gonna De Bruyne, avoid that win at all costs. If, if De Bruyne goes out, Gundogan comes in. If Sterling goes out, Bernardo Silva comes in. Like, there's right. no weaker players here. You know what I mean? So, like, I still think he's gonna go for a nil nil, and yeah, I don't because that avoids the dumb. title to next week. Nah, I think it's the only no, thing he no. knows to do. I don't think he knows any other way to play against the big teams. Also, like he, he wouldn't to. want he wouldn't want United uh, City to win the league at United or against United. Yeah, and Dude, he's gonna he go to like all at costs. the beginning of the season. Like City would win the league against <laughs> United at home. I would like bite your hand off. So those two fixtures are in the middle of the, the CL week, the quarterfinals. So th- yeah, that's like a freaking massive week for both the clubs. Like we both play derbies right between. Mm-hmm. We play each other. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of traveling for you guys. Because you go I mean, to Everton. Actually, no, not really. Everton's like across the f- park. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like 100 miles from Manchester. What, Everton? Yeah. No, Everton. Like, no, Liverpool is like 28 miles away from Manchester. Oh, okay, yeah. And then but, um, both stadiums, uh, Goodison and Enfield, are separated by like less than a kilometer. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of. Tr- that's what we were pissed off about when the draw came. It's like I don't want like we don't want to take a bus trip. It's away twenty-eight miles between Goodson Park and uh, Old yeah, Trafford. Yeah, twenty-eight miles. There we go. Why don't you take a flight? <laughs> Honestly, uh, players these days. No, take a chopper, man, and land right in the middle of the field. In terms of uh, coverage for this week, I think those are the biggest games. Well, we still got out, a right? few other Champions but, League okay, matchups, right? Let's just mention the other Champions League games: Sevilla, Bayern. I think sure, that's we can Bayern. mention those ones. Clearly, but Bayern are on top form. They've spanked Dortmund for six. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't know. Sevilla's been there. pretty good as far as the Champions League no, goes. Uh, I honestly, enough. I think it's gonna be closer. I think I still see Bayern edging out Sevilla, but I think it's gonna be a closer matchup than everyone's calling it. Okay. No, Maybe. I don't think so. Because Sevilla don't have uh, CL pedigree. They ha- all their European like pedigrees in the Europa League, and Maybe. they've never reached this stage in the CL. I, mean, I did, don't, don't discount have... the Spanish teams. I'd like to believe that they can put up a fight, but I mean they're sixth in La Liga, and I I don't think they have enough of, of an. A, a if anything, what you're saying it would be closer for Barça Roma. In oh, my I don't opinion. think so. No, I think that one's yeah, Barça easily. I think Barça is really? going to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think they're gonna beat them i don't think they're gonna destroy them but i think they'll beat them 
fairly confidently. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think their defense is kind of old, and Barca are in top form right now. So is Messi. Yeah. Uh, Barca and Bayern going through. Watch those Juventus words come back to Real bite Madrid. us. But <laughs> <laughs> the other big one is yeah, Juventus. Oh, Real it's gonna be a massive a one. repeat of last year's final, dude. Oh, be that's gonna be a close matchup. I still, I'm still giving the edge to Real Madrid. I called them a while ago winning Champions same. League, but uh, I think it, you're going to see again the same styles. Like Juventus is going to be a defensive side, Real Madrid is going to be more attacking side, where Juventus does counters. I mean, it, I think it's going to be either like going into penalties uh, for the end of the aggregate, That'd be or nice to see. Uh, Real Madrid's just going to edge out barely, but like a one goal thing or one goal lead on Juventus. Yeah, I feel. I, like I think Madrid are favorites, but we should. Well, know. when aren't they favorites? It's very few times that they aren't favorites i think i don't know man this season they're not convincing they i feel like they came up came up against a really bad psg side either that or they made PSG them, a bad looking side i think it's probably a bit of both just because yeah, Madrid have both. a lot of quality but i i think juventus aren't an easy turnover at all and i don't think real madrid have it in them this season to push through a really solid defense like juventus maybe maybe they will score I think Paulo Dybala and Higuain are gonna come back to home. Oh yeah, they got two top quality players there. Yeah. I I'm gonna I, be interested. To, I'm gonna be interested just to see if Dybala stays at Juventus uh, over the course of this summer. I think he signed a new contract, didn't he? I don't remember, but if I think he goes, he did. it's gonna be a ridiculous payout. Oh yeah, for sure. Who would he go to? Like I well, don't even. The way know Real who's... Madrid's looking at players this season, it won't be them. They won't have enough money to get him. I think he'll. So it may be Barca if they wanted to, but I don't think this season either. I think he'll stay at Juventus another season, then maybe the following. I think Griezmann's going to. Barca. Yeah, I think that's going to happen too. So I don't. Yeah, he'll probably stay. That would be season. smart for them to pick him up, dude. It's so stupid how the Argentinian national coach doesn't pick him. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, well, it's like a few. Yeah, I saw that. It's like what? He's, yeah, it's some internal like. He is literally your second best yeah, player. Yeah, sometimes though, when you look at like just attitude, you don't. It's almost more detrimental to take a player with attitude, even if they're good. I don't think it's his attitude. I think it was that he couldn't play in the the system that he wanted to play, the coach. I think that's what it was. The the rumor is that he can't play with Messi. That's so stupid, man. I'm like, Messi can play with anyone. Yeah. That's that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, he didn't even put him in the squad. He's just, like, not even called up. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to pick you. He didn't get called up. Icardi didn't get called up. Yeah, which is crazy. He scored four goals on the weekend. It's like two weekends ridiculous. Ago. He's going to cost Argentina. I think they might even go on the group stages because of him. They lost 6-1 nice against Spain. They're certainly not winning. I'd be surprised if they make it to the semis. Yeah, I'd be really surprised. I think a lot of teams are stronger than them. Yeah. But yeah going back but to I can't think of anything other than CL. There's nothing on my mind. I, I've been thinking about this Liverpool game for so long. But a lot of massive games. Wednesday's the day. Uh, so quickly finishing up Juve Real, I th- I'm gonna tip Juventus for this. A lot of people are saying Real, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I think Real. It's aren't again good the same thing with Liverpool. Like the game could go any way, but on paper the. Is there any reason why you're tipping Juventus, or is it just for devil's advocate? Like, do you actually like? Oh no, I I don't think Real Madrid are that good this season that they can do what they do. No, every it's the season. same mentality as what I'm like showing. I guess if I were a Juventus fan, I'd be saying the same thing I I said for the Liverpool City game, what? wherein what did like, you say? I forget. Oh, for the Liverpool City game, I'm like I wouldn't be surprised if City blew us away, but it could be it, it could be close. Nah, to I just don't think Juventus are the team. That oh gets no, blown Real Madrid's away, not ever. blowing Juventus away. I think. 
It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be penalties on aggregate with Real Madrid edging them or a one goal. I just can't see Juventus getting blown away. They're pretty good defensively. And even this yeah, year, they're, they've got some great offense, so I'd be very worried. They have, yeah. Okay, but they, sure, they did get ripped apart by Spurs for a brief moment. Yeah, and then they came back and what? wrecked them. They, they didn't yeah, get yeah, ripped they came apart. Back. What do you mean? They were down I mean, one goal. There was a there was a period where like Spurs all over were them. like really really pressing. Like, yeah, yeah, but all over them ripping apart. I thought you meant by goals, but they oh, never no, no, actually no. I'm conceded. Just saying, I'm showing the play, like the plays that happened yeah, in the game. Right, fair, yeah. but in terms of conceding, I don't think they conceded yeah, too no. many. No, the only team that got uh, bent over and had to bite the pillow was Chelsea against Barca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an accurate description. <laughs> And Basel. Or, yeah. Yeah, Basel, too. Really, really big week coming up. And uh, I've said it so many times, but... Man, if this fixture was the semifinal instead of the quarterfinal... I don't care, man. Uh, I just want to watch it. I'm so glad I get to watch yeah, this game. Like, yeah. get to see, like, a real comparison of these teams in the Champions League. It's going to be so hype. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. I hope it stays 11v11, first of all, actually. I hope no one gets sent <laughs> off. And I hope no one dives to win a... I hope there's no, like, controversy. I hope it's a fair result. Yeah, I really, really hope there's no controversy. And I'm so glad there's no VAR involved, because that that shit is not ready. For now. For now. Yeah. For now. We want VAR, but we just think it should be implemented better. Yeah. If you want to hear talk about it, listen to our last episode. Yes. Uh, And I think that's that's it for our coverage for the week, guys. Well, not for the whole week. We're going to make another covering the Champions League for sure. Sorry, yeah. For the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're just three people who are kind of hungover from Easter weekend. So apologies oh, so if... My head hurts. <laughs> if it sounded like that too. But thanks for tuning in. And we shall see you midweek. Don't forget to subscribe and also like our videos uh give us comments on things that you like things you disagree with uh when we were talking uh, or on any standpoints uh also all of the podcasts are displayed on essentially every platform like google play itunes obviously youtube as well so be sure to check those out and also share with your friends if uh you know anyone that likes these uh we'd appreciate that as well yep peace out guys